There are rumors that a military coup is being planned in Israel. Iran is now moving anti-ship missiles and drones to threaten other ships in the Straits of Hormuz. Iran is urging Hezbollah in Lebanon to continue provocations against Israel's northern border. The UN Security Council will vote later this month on extending the UNIFIL peacekeeping force in southern Lebanon. And the U.S. is now negotiating with Iran for a prisoner exchange, including the release of six billion dollars to Iran. Poland is moving thousands of troops to the border with Belarus. Messianic World Update begins now. Shalom everyone, I'm Monty Judah with Lionel Land Ministries. Welcome to another edition of Messianic World Update. Today's date is Friday, August the 11th of the year 2023. In Israel, there's very alarming news. It's at the rumor stage at this point that Ehud Barak, former prime minister and military general, is talking to other military personnel in Israel with the idea of upending Netanyahu's rule of Israel, essentially a military coup of sorts. As you know, in Israel, some of the reservists are refusing to serve their duty because of the judicial overhaul taking place with the Netanyahu government, passing that in the Knesset. And Israel's been suffering from protests now for many weeks. The liberal elements within Israel absolutely do not want to see the Netanyahu government go forward, even though they were voted in by a majority of the citizens of Israel. Despite that, we hear all of this talk about rebellion and now a possible military coup. I don't know that it will happen, but I know that anytime you have that kind of discussion going on in the land, it's a very serious matter for Israel. We need to pray for Israel concerning this matter. This could be very disruptive to the state of Israel. Of course, Israel's enemies are watching all of this, licking their chops, so to speak. Iran is beginning to take steps to assert themselves even more. Last week, I shared with you how the U.S. has moved a Marine Expeditionary Unit of a whole bunch of Marines into the Persian Gulf. The idea is for them to be a small detachments to be put on commercial ships traveling through the Straits of Hormuz to stop the Iranians from coming out and seizing those ships or harassing those ships with their fast boats. Iran, now in response to the U.S. move, bringing the Marines in, has decided to move anti-ship missiles closer to the Straits of Hormuz and to bring in more drones to threaten the ships from the air. So the tensions over traveling through the Straits of Hormuz are becoming more and more pronounced there between the U.S. and Iran. Furthermore, Iran has been telling Hezbollah in Lebanon to continue to execute provocations against Israel's northern border. Provocations, they mean that they've sent men across the wire, gone in and set bombs inside of Israel, terrorist acts. They even shot an anti-tank weapon at an IDF patrol traveling along the border. Israel is looking at reinforcing that border. They want to build a concrete wall as opposed to just a fence separating Lebanon from Israel. Iran would love to have Hezbollah begin to irritate Israel in that regard, just like Gaza 
with Hamas does to Israel from down in the Gaza Strip. This is causing great alarm in Israel from a defensive standpoint. And in fact, this month, the UN Security Council is getting ready to decide and vote on whether or not the UNIFIL peacekeeping force that is in southern Lebanon, which is the border, the buffer between Hezbollah and Israel, as to whether or not they're going to extend their mission to keep those international military forces in there as a force separating the two. UNIFIL, as of this day, is not doing a very good job of keeping Hezbollah out of the border and away from the fence. So Israel is now sending a delegation to the UN Security Council to explain that they want UNIFIL to be extended. They want to reinstitute them for another year as a peacekeeping force, but they want to beef that force up where it truly will enforce that buffer zone and keep Hezbollah and other terrorists out of it. At the moment, Hezbollah is parking some of their stuff, setting up tents and observation points in that buffer zone, and the UNIFIL is not stopping them or preventing them from doing it. In effect, UNIFIL is not doing anything except standing in the way. There are concerns on the part of the northern communities in Israel that is just a skip and a jump. If Hezbollah decides to send some combat brigades across that fence and attack the people in their homes in those northern communities, it's a very serious situation. We know that Iran is promoting Hezbollah to continue to do more. And given the turmoil that's in Israel at the moment, it seems to be emboldening Nasrallah, the head of the Hezbollah, and emboldening Iran to do even more things. So that is building up even more tension. As I shared with you before, the defense minister, the IDF chief of staff, Alevi, they've been making statements warning Lebanon about this whole matter. And last week I shared with you about several nations have asked their citizens to leave Lebanon. We're talking about United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, Germany, and so forth, because they know that things are building in Lebanon, Galan. And the IDF have said that if there is a serious provocation, in other words, there's an attack that comes across the border, if they start shooting missiles across, if they start sending troops across the border, then Israel fully intends to decimate Lebanon. In fact, their exact words were, we'll take Lebanon back to the Stone Age. They specifically have warned Lebanon, the country, that they are responsible for whatever Hezbollah does. If Hezbollah does something down in the south, the whole nation of Lebanon will pay the price. As we speak, there is no leader in Lebanon. The leader that was in there resigned, didn't want to be a part of the mess, so they're kind of leaderless, and Hezbollah is exploiting that situation in Lebanon, and all it's caused is the northern border of Israel to become more and more volatile. Now, for us, that's a very significant development because we know there's a great prophecy in Ezekiel 38:39 about an invasion from the north that comes into the northern part of Israel. So we watch that particular border very closely, the threats coming to Israel, because we have a very specific prophecy that deals with that battle that will come in the future. Poland is now moving about 6,000 of their NATO troops to the border with Belarus. 
And the reason they're doing it is because the Wagner Group, under the control of Russia, has decided to move about 3,800 of their troops into Belarus and set up about 130 miles from the border with Poland. It appears that Putin may be thinking about doing the same thing that Iran does with their proxies of harassing Israel. In this case, you could have Putin taking the Wagner Group and harassing other NATO nations and other nations bordering on Belarus, causing more confusion with NATO over the Russian-Ukraine war. The Wagner Group, as you recall, used to be fighting in Ukraine because of the turmoil with the Russian generals not supporting them. They made a trip up to Russia. It looked like they were going to be threatening Putin. All of a sudden, they came to a halt. We thought, oh my gosh, Putin will certainly execute this guy. No, it turns out he's in good graces. The president of Belarus negotiated a, an understanding. So the head of the Wagner Group has now moved into Poland with his troops, and they have a new mission. This is going to cause more trouble for NATO. NATO at the moment is trying to prevent any of this harassment on the border and the conflicts that could be emerging and growing between essentially Russia with Belarus' support into NATO countries there in the east. Let me take you back to just also for a moment, why do we have this intense problem in Israel at the moment? The coalition government that Netanyahu's leading is conservative, and the religious parties are a part of that government coalition. The liberal elements of Israel are very opposed to the religious parties having any say in the government. The fear is that they want to move away from democracy and they want to set up a theocracy. A theocracy, of course, is a government controlled by God. Well, they think that the religious parties, they would be the only voice of what God has to say, and they would be in charge, and they think they would be highly restrictive of the freedoms of the liberals. I know this is going to come as a shock to you, but the liberal elements within Israel are as liberal as they get to and including the LBGQTQ whatever activities going on in the world. And they also include, they don't want any restrictions with regard to Sabbath and holy days. In Israel, for example, on Yom Kippur, the whole place shuts down on Sabbath. They close shops and businesses. The liberals don't want that. And the religious parties, of course, they want to make sure that's instituted in law within the land and that everybody follows it. They want to shut down trains and transportation on Sabbath, and the liberals don't want it. And they fear that with the religious parties being in government leadership, that more of that will take place and it will irritate them even more. It's a spiritual conflict in Israel. Are we going to follow the God of Israel, or are we going to follow what men want to say and what other nations do in disregarding what God has said and in his laws and commandments? So that's the conflict. Now, let me just share with you, there is a very clear prophecy that says at the end of the ages, the major sign of the end of the ages has to do with there's going to be an altar on the Temple Mount. It will be doing the daily sacrifice. It's pretty clear at this point that the religious parties, they would be in favor of doing something like that. And the liberals would be opposed 
to doing something like that. So you see the conflict between the religious and the liberal, yet at the same time, we know the prophecy says this is going to happen. So this conflict that we're seeing going on in Israel is the very nature of the conflict that's going to be at the start of the Great Tribulation. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that the Great Tribulation is getting ready to start very quickly because we know for a fact that Benjamin Netanyahu wants to maintain the status quo on the Temple Mount. That means don't do anything. Uh, but it might be that in the future that he will change his position on the status quo of the Temple Mount and allow the Jews to have a portion of the Temple Mount, which by the way has already been ruled in their favor, and it's just for security reasons he's not agreeing to it yet. Let's say that the, the religious parties influence him enough and he changes his position. Suddenly Israel gets a piece of the Temple Mount, they rebuild the altar, and they begin to do the daily sacrifice. Well, you are now talking about the very sign that Yeshua gave to the disciples when they asked him, what will be the sign of the end and the sign of your coming soon? That's the one we keep watching very closely. What happens on the Temple Mount with regard to reestablishment of an altar? Those are the issues that we're watching going on in modern Israel today. Those are the things that are pending, just as the prophecies say. That's our report for this week. I want to remind you that we have the fall holidays coming up, and we'd love to have you join Line of Land Ministries for the Feast of Tabernacles here in Oklahoma. But of course, to do that, you have to register. So if you're watching this broadcast and thinking about the possibility of coming to the Feast of Tabernacles with us, go and register now. We need you to register so we know that you're planning on coming. Also, we want to encourage you to remember to like, subscribe, and leave a comment on our site and let us know you're out there. We appreciate your viewership, and we're here to try to serve you and encourage you in the Lord. Shabbat shalom to all of you. Thank you, everyone, who listens to our podcast here at Line of Land Ministries. I want to remind you, you can get our podcast through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, and wherever you like to download your podcast. Thank you for being a part of our program and listening to what we have to say.